I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member of MavsMoneyball.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, who didn't call in today. What you got, Isaac Harris? <laughs> I didn't call. No, I didn't. I didn't call in sick. Um, <clears throat> this is Even though you're day. still coughing, the people want to know when you're going to stop coughing. Guys, the I'm Raccoon Squad the, wants to know when you're done coughing. I'm going, I'm going to the doctor on Friday. I've legit had this cough for like a month yeah i think everyone listening to this podcast knows that <laughs> sandwiched in between that was me getting dehydrated having to go to er and get iv and all that stuff so anyway i'm going on his to the ski doctor. trip that he went to in Denver. yes yes so then uh I'm, yeah i'm calling the doctor on friday to try to figure all this stuff out because if they just i feel like it's a dude thing more than a woman thing because like my my wife if like she like she's like hey i'm going to the doctor like whenever she get sick or something like that. I'm just like, no, tough it through. <laughs> and uh, it's really stupid when you think about it because I need to be better about it. But uh, anyway, I'm going on Friday. Hopefully I can get it switched or switched, fixed. <laughs> He's going to get his cough switched for something else. He's just going to start sneezing <laughs> constantly throughout the podcast. <laughs> All right, today we are, go- we are on Dennis Watch, Dennis Trade Watch Day 3. And we Ooh. also have a game to talk about. The Mavericks take a they take a big L. They uh, do we have to talk about? It? <laughs> took an L to the uh, San Antonio Spurs in uh, what is going to be a frustrating game for us to talk about. And I am excited because there's definitely fiery Isaac potential. I think I'm going to try. I, I'm going to get it out of him. I think at some point during this podcast, we're gonna we're gonna talk about things and especially about this game. And I feel like it's going to come out of him. I mean, so, all you got to do is bring up a freaking out-of-bounds play for a freaking Dwight Powell three-pointer. I mean, he's just, you know, 11 for 138 on the season from three. So, hey, let's draw up a play for him to shoot a wide for three. Cool. 18%. <laughs> he's 50% in the game, though. One for two, he hit one. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um. But before we get to the game, let's go ahead and talk about the uh, – let's talk about the Dennis Smith Jr. watch. Um. So, <laughs> wasn't really a report. There was more like Dennis gave himself up today when a fan, a fan, uh, tweeted at Dennis and said something to the effect of, "Hey, it was great to here. I'm, I got it right now." Well, my wife and I just had lunch next to Dennis Smith Jr. Super nice guy. You Dallas folk, quit trying to run run him out of town. Hashtag MFFL. And then he tagged all the people at 105.3. What's um, this guy's Twitter handle? Well, you can go find it on Dennis's page. I don't want to out him. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Um, so then, so he says that, which, you know, it wasn't whatever. But then Dennis, Dennis is a cool guy. Like, I mean, yeah, anybody, you come in contact with Dennis. Like, we've said a thousand times. He's a really cool guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's not the issue here. Dennis quote tweeted says, nice to meet you, my guy. Okay. However, the problem with this is that Dennis claimed to be sick again and pulled a Ferris Bueller to miss the game against the San Antonio Spurs to not even show up in the building, not even be there, not even be on the bench. Um, do we have a problem with this? 
here's the thing. <clears throat> um, I think Brad Townsend, who's doing an incredible job at reporting on this story. Yeah, if you're not following Brad Townsend, you need to. Um, I think he he quote tweeted somebody and was like, "What?" Somebody had tweeted at him and said, "You can't go out to eat when you're sick or something." And and I'm I, I saw with Brad on this. When you are a millionaire, and you are a professional athlete, how many de- food delivery services are out there right now? There is Postmates, there's Uber Eats, there's Favor, there's all these things that he could get food brought to it. Never keep going. Sorry, I'm just when you me. are at that caliber of a person in the city, if you are so sick, which here's the thing, like. <laughs> Air quotes because we can't do it. <laughs> yeah, we're on a podcast. <laughs> if you are so sick that you can't do your job as a professional athlete and play uh, the game that makes you millions or whatever it is, especially at home, <clears throat> you it doesn't look well. If you like we <clears throat> the jobs that we have, like I would even when I was like uh, uh, like in high school and I would like skip school or something. I wouldn't want to like even go to like Taco Bell because I'm like, what if I saw a teacher? What if I saw somebody well, like this is that, my that mom that's the something. Ferris Bueller thing. If you've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, it's a kind of an older movie now. Uh, but he he Matthew Broderick takes the day off from school. He skips school. He fakes sick. He does the whole opening scene where he rubs his hands all over the trophy to make them clammy, and he puts the thermometer by a uh, you know a light bulb to make it hot. Does all these all these things, all this elaborate stuff, and then he goes to a baseball game. He goes to a Chicago Cubs baseball game, and while he's there, he gets on the jumbotron, and the principal sees the principal who's out to get him, sees Ferris Bueller on the jumbotron, and and sees that he's, he's skipping school and tries to go like chase him down. You don't you don't want to out yourself, you know, if you're yeah. doing this. Exactly what Isaac's saying. <laughs> But it's it's one of those things too, to where it's pretty obvious the whole situation right now. Dennis knows the situation. We all know the situation. We know that Dennis and his camp is is wanting this, you know, to happen too, and that it looks like this whole situation was sped up pretty quickly. And if if you know, and if the report's already out there, then everybody in the world knows that there it's not, there's no illness. Like people know that Tim McMahon is taking his shots. <laughs> his sarcastic <laughs> shots on Twitter and stuff uh, tonight. And, um, you know, it, it's just everybody knows that what's going on. So for him, he knows that somebody could have seen, could see him no matter where you go in the city. Obviously he goes out to eat for lunch and, you know, somebody tweets about it and not only somebody tweets about it, but he wants people to know that he went out to eat to lunch because by quote tweeting the guy's tweet. Yeah. And that he was cool with a fan, you know? Yeah, and he's super cool with people. So, like, that's the thing to where it's, you know, obviously it makes it look even more sketchy. Some people's like, oh, my gosh, what, you're like, you're not even sick and all this stuff. Of course he's not sick. That's just part of the situation right now. I, I don't, like, it's not about him. It's not about him faking a sickness. I, it, it's more of, um, and, and realistically. Commit to, commit to the bit, man. <clears throat> here's the thing. Realistically, even if he if he says he wasn't sick. Would the Mavs even want to play him? Right. If he's pushing for the trade stuff, like, um, like that's the thing. Like, so, yeah. I mean, it's a, um, <laughs> it's just a weird situation right now that literally is something could drop at any moment, and they don't have practice you know, tomorrow on Thursday, 
and uh, they're taking the day off, whatever that means. Um, they do have two days in between their next game. They'll probably practice on Friday and then fly out for Indiana on Sat or Friday night or Saturday, and we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, give some more updates on the Dennis with Jr. talk, and then we will talk about the Mavericks' loss to the Spurs. So on the Dennis Smith Jr. front, uh, not a ton of new updates. It seems like everything is kind of calmed down and everyone has backed out <laughs> of, of Dennis Smith Jr. trade talks. It doesn't seem like there's any names out there. There's really no, like, there's not like a name. There, there, like Aaron Gordon seemed to be the name yesterday that everybody was bringing up and the Magic were apparently fans. still in it. The fans <laughs> were bringing up, obviously. Yes. Um, because that's the, what happened. I mean, immediately you hear two teams and you're like, okay. What's the best player we could get from the other teams? Booker and Aiden doesn't make sense. So yeah, yeah. Aaron Gordon. And uh, that's what we talked about in the pod. That's what a bunch of fans talked about. But <clears throat> I wouldn't say teams have uh, – it's like we talked about before. It's I wouldn't say teams have fully pulled out. I just think that there's some teams – like you can't tell me that the Suns or Magic wouldn't trade for Dennis if, for you know pennies. So yeah. there's probably trades on the table from Orlando and Phoenix or whatever. And – Everybody's just waiting it out. Uh, <clears throat> the Mavericks, obviously, if they still hold on, they m- might not like the deals right now. They're looking around the league, hearing from some other people, seeing if anybody will up their offers and so forth. It's just a, it's a staring game at this point. So, yeah, the term people pulling out or like Phoenix not interested or whatever, not interested for a certain price maybe, <laughs> uh, but I would be hard-pressed if, you know, if you if they could get him for pennies, they would you know they would take him for sure. So it, that that term, yeah, it's a matter of just whatever's on the on the table. Right. So, but it does it doesn't seem like anyone has really become the hot name right now. There's not really any one team even like the the magic stuff seems to have even cooled down. There's not really been any new reports on it, and uh, kind of just the the Dennis missing the game was kind of the real. The only real update, I guess, on on this. Hey, I mean, Wes played. I mean, that, Wes I mean, that did was, play, and he almost that, got hurt when he when he banged knees there. We the know what quarter. everyone was thinking about when he got hurt, and uh, but you know, Wes played. If if they went in tonight and said, "Hey, Wes is setting out for rest," that would be a red flag uh, for sure. But yeah. I mean, he played, and um, <clears throat> yeah, everything with that. DeAndre played also, so it. Other teams across the league, you saw Bill Simmons and Zach Lowe speculate on their podcast and talk about, we briefly touched on the very end of yesterday's podcast saying about Memphis or whatever. <clears throat> and they briefly talked about a little bit of like, man, what if Memphis and this Conley and Gasol and, you know, Dallas type of situation and all that, but that would take Memphis really just wanting to start completely over. And well, let's talk about that. We didn't get, we didn't get a lot into that yesterday, but that was something that, uh, the starters, Jay Skeets brought up and that you actually texted me without even seeing, <laughs> without even yeah. seeing him tweet out this trade. You said, what if the Mavs decide to do some kind of swap and Memphis is Memphis is cratering. I mean, Memphis is just, they've completely fallen out of it. Uh, they're only, I think, I guess they're only like a half game worse than they're one game worse than the Mavs right now, <laughs> which kind of tells you where the Mavs are, but uh, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot going right for the, the for the Grizzlies. They're one and nine in their last 10. Wow. Uh, they're just really falling off. And what if they decide to blow it up? They just decide, all right, we're going to flip everything. 
Conley and Gasol to the Mavs for um, DeAndre and Dennis. And I think was there West. one in, in West to make salaries work. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they're both in their thirties. You elim- you completely eliminate cap space neck or this coming summer. Yeah. Gasol has a player option for the, for this uh, next year, uh, which he'll probably pick up. Yeah. So, so Gasol makes 24 right now. Next, next season he has a player option for 25.5. Yeah. Mike Conley, all guaranteed money. He's making 30.5 right now. Next season, 32.5. 2020, 2021, three years from now, Mike Conley is on the books for 34.5 million. Um, it's a lot. Here's the deal: like it, it's just how the teams are thinking right now. Um, outside of the hey, Mark Gasol is a completely different five-man fit than DeAndre. Um, if you're looking at it, um, Mike Conley in a theoretical world, Mike Conley is a perfect point guard next to Luca. I think uh, with just his defense and yeah, defensive uh, I, moves the ball around can. You could stagger him and three. play Conley the second unit. Yeah, yeah. So now it, it just all comes down to money thing. It, it does handicap you because then you would be looking at <clears throat> next season, going into next season. That with would Harrison be your big Martin. free agent grab. Yeah, I mean, because next season, if you did that hypothetical trade, Mike Conley would be on your books for thirty-two. Mark Gasol probably at twenty-five. Harrison Barnes probably at twenty-six. You know, so then, I mean, that's your, I mean, that's a massive money right there to them three. Uh, <clears throat> now, I will disagree with, I think, Zach Lowe or Bill Simmons, one of them who said, well, that's just the Dallas Grizzlies at that point. No, because <laughs> the Dallas Grizzlies with Luka, and I disagree with that because I would take Harrison Barnes and probably Maxi over any other Memphis Grizzly outside uh, of Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. right now. No, I just said outside of Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. So like if like that's the thing, like if you put if you if you made Jaron and Luca and you know put them aside, I would take Harrison and Maxi over anybody else in that Memphis you know roster for the most part. Even your nemesis? Yes, for sure. So who's <laughs> out that's by a, the way? That that's where, you know, if you're playing if, if you take both sides of it, if you say uh, the negative there's people right now in the pod saying, no, I would never do this. And I totally get that because yeah. that's a ton of money for guys in the thirties and it, you, it makes you better, but is it title continue? You don't know. And all this stuff, there's a, there's another side and, and you'd want cap space this summer to chase other people and like all this different stuff. Okay. I get that for sure. Then there's, if, if they made the trade, Isaac sell me on it. Holy crap. Look at a, look at a, a lineup of Mike Conley, Dorian Finney-Smith, Barnes, Luca, and Mark Gasol in the playoffs. If I'm a playoff team, I don't want to face that if they have it going and Gasol and Conley's healthy. Like yeah. that's kind of scary. And you it would be an all-in move. <clears throat> Dirk's last season, they probably make the playoffs at that point in Dirk's last season. Um they're pretty competitive over this next year or so even like capitalize on this Lucas stuff right now so like there there's two sides of it where you could try to to try to sell it on that front and but this would obviously <clears throat> i mean memphis would be looking at it saying hey we're just trying to get off the money and pair dennis with jaron jack and the thing is mike conley's he's 30 you said he's 30 30.5 million for for this the rest of this season 32.5 for next season and then 34 for the season after that you're really not. I mean, it, you're 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 hel- you're hel- holding on to that, but it's only two more years after this. The rest of this season, it's not like it's forever. It's not like it's a four year, five year deal. 
Uh, he's he's two years into this five year deal, so you're not. It's not going to you know salary cap you know kill you forever. And that's where you ask yourself the question of: <clears throat> Could you be in a situation to where you're in August of this year and you struck out on all the big free agents? And you're sitting there with money, and you're like, "Right, what the crap? We don't have anybody." And it, I w- we wish we would have made the con. Wish we could give this to Nerlens. <laughs> Nerlens. Um, so anyway, I, I see both sides of that, and I don't see Memphis doing that. Uh, I don't see Dallas really taking on that much money. Uh, I could see maybe one of them, uh, something around a DeAndre Marcus All, or I could. Yeah, see- that'd be a wild. This is one of these wild, crazy, you know, blow it up like trades that only media people say and that <laughs> wouldn't actually yeah, yeah. happen. Yeah, I mean, so and we're talking about yeah, but uh, it's those type of teams that could come out of nowhere. It's those type of teams that Dallas just doesn't know, and they might be holding on hope of these random teams across the league that's like, you know what? We're tired of just being mediocre. We're just going to blow it up. And you're laughing. I'm laughing because I just saw this guy tweet. Uh, no. There's No, there's a news story that the, 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 lady, the woman that's dating Jeff Bezos, the Amazon guy. Oh, yeah. She used to date Derek Fisher. Are you serious? <laughs> and somebody quote tweeted the story and said, this lady really hates unions. <laughs> Because <laughs> Derek Fisher was the president of the Players Union, and he was voted out as the president of the Players Union. That's hilarious. Oh man, that got me. That got me real good. That, I need that right now. I need that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that trade would just be this this crazy blow it up kind of thing. I would I would do it. Obviously, I think I would do it right away because you're you're making at least Luca's you know rookie years interesting. You're probably getting into the playoffs. The Marcus All thing. Marcus All has been kind of down this year. Um, but you only you're only on the year uh, the books for him for one more year. He's really a different center than what Carlisle likes, but I feel like they can make it work. I feel like they could figure it out. They played they played that one whole year with Dirk as the center. I mean, you know, I mean they were terrible, yeah. won 33 games, but they've at least done it before where they've done something different like that. I wish Mike Conley had Mark Gasol's contract, and I would be all for it, pushing all for it right but now. But you, you would rather have Mike Conley be the one with a little, a couple more years, right? Because he's thirty-one; he's not, you know, thirty-four or whatever that Mark Gasol is right now, thirty-three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be upset with the Mike Conley thing. I mean, it's just you just start looking at his games played. I mean, he played. Mike Conley's games. good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, he's a heck of a player. Yeah. I mean, he played twelve games last year, sixty-nine the year before that, fifty-six. Uh, then 70, right. 73. I mean, like, he hasn't played 80 games since 2012. So, right. um, That's you know, he, he's averaging 20 points right now, six assists a game, and uh, shooting 35% from three. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I could – there is there, there are players across the league that would be very difficult for me to try to sell the fan base on. And it would be like, oh, man, all right, let's try to do it. Mike Conley's not one of them. <laughs> if they trade for him, I would be like, hey <laughs> – I feel yeah. like pretty confident that we would uh, uh, put out a decent podcast on selling you on Mike Conley. Definitely. And his skill set, when healthy, uh, would fit great next to Luka. But I don't think Memphis is going to go down that route. They'll probably just tough it out right now. What if they just do one of them? For, what if they just do the Mike Conley deal? Because Marcus All, they decided to keep him instead of David Fisdale. <laughs> You'd think that they would be committed to him. Yeah, I mean, so then you, you got to reach that 30 mark. So... You know, you put Wes, you'd have to put Wes in there at the 18.6 and, and then Dennis and 
you probably had to put Dwight Powell in there. Hey. So Wes, Dwight Powell, and, and Dennis for like Mike Conley and something super cheap, you know. But <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, if you're Memphis and you're looking at it and you're saying, hey, if they're going to bottom out, uh, a Dennis Jaron Jackson pairing for them, that, that would be uh, pretty cool, I think. If I was Memphis, but uh, yeah, you can do straight up. You can do Mike Conley for West Dwight and Dennis. Okay. Yeah, that'll so, work. That'll work. So I anyway, do that. I do that for sure. There is. Um, it just once again, it just some of these teams. It's a light switch. Some of these teams walk into the office the next day and they say, "You know what? It's it's done." <laughs> a Memphis or whoever it is out there. Uh, that says, hey, it's time. Portland, when's Portland going to walk into the office and say, it's time to split them up? <laughs> or yeah. when it, you know, you name, you name the team out there. So we'll see. What, what does New Orleans, does New Orleans try to switch things up? Do they try to reshuffle their deck? Um, could they reshuffle a Drew Holiday, which I feel like we view Drew Holiday kind of like Mike Conley, bigger contract, but a great fit next to Luca. Um, <sighs> Insert another team out there. I'm sure as long as this drags out, the more trade speculation and hypotheticals will will throw at you. But uh, it is really funny seeing media and especially um, uh, like the game and stuff tonight, seeing everybody dance around the issue. Harper even had a, a, a one-liner I texted you of like, <laughs> you know what, trades happen across the league and it just happens to you know the big players. You know, Wayne Gretzky got traded. Wilt Chamberlain got traded. And... Uh, I know where Isaac Harper's trades going. happen around the league. You know, Wilt Chamberlain, Wayne Gretzky. You know, these like, are uh, guys that are that, these are good play. These are players out there. Yeah, yeah. They got um, moved by their franchise. <laughs> big, big players uh, get traded, but uh, <laughs> I would like to take this time. Let's all, let's everybody welcome back the Cowboys media. Cowboys oh, media, welcome to, welcome to Mavs games because we haven't seen you all year. So let's just welcome you to Mavs games and to the Mavericks uh, beat. Also, there was a Cowboys reporter that, that reported today that the Mavericks canceled shoot around. Um, the Mavericks haven't had a shoot around in like 12 years. So <laughs> They actually had one like a few weeks ago and it was like mind blowing, but it was literally the one all season long. So uh, no shoot arounds has been a thing all season, but... You kind of got to be around to know that, but yeah. But you guys listening, you guys know. Yeah, y'all know. You guys know. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's break down this uh, this barn burner of a game that the Mavericks played last night. Oh my gosh! So the Mavericks lose 101 to 105 to the San Antonio Spurs. At one point in the second quarter, they had a 19 point lead, and if you look at the lead tracker. Either on you know NBA or uh, if you look at the lead tracker on NBA.com, which has like the player the the, the score as like a chart and where, where it goes down and the other team takes over, it just goes. It almost looks like a straight line from the the beginning of the second quarter all the way through to the middle of the fourth quarter where the Spurs take their biggest lead of six points. Uh, the Mavs just like they came out of the gate looking so well, 35 points in the first quarter. Spurs only scored 20. The Spurs, their two guys just didn't get going tonight at all. They uh, started off 23-4. to four. The first quarter was 23-4. to four. It was a 19-point lead. 23-4! to four. Why, why? I mean, come on. Like, that was like the Hawks, and they literally put up a graphic and it was like the worst, the biggest leads they've, they've given up 
um, over the past, I forgot how long. And, of course, the Hawks one was 26 points earlier this season. And, man, this one just followed right behind uh, 19, 19 point lead uh, down the drain. And, man, that bench unit just looks so lost to me. Mm-hmm. It just looks like – I mean, we love Brunson. We love Jalen Brunson and what he's going to bring. But he's not going to be able to – he's not going to be able to navigate that second unit the way that it needs to be, the way J.J. Barea could do it. He's just not going to be able to. He's not He's not that kind of a player yet. He, he's you know, it's his first year. He's coming in. He does some solid things. We love seeing the, the potential that he shows. But to, to functionally take that – second unit to be able to do the things that J.J. Barea did, the head of the snake, and you know navigate them to becoming this great second unit. Uh, he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle with that, I think. It's just consistency for him. I mean, we're, you're asking a lot for him to step into those shoes, and it's consistency for him. You might We're going to have a great Brunson. Like the very next game in Indiana, it could be an awesome game for Brunson. Yeah. And he could step up and just, I mean, be the highest plus minus on the team and just kill it and play 30 minutes like he did the other night. But then you're going to have a game like tonight in which he was the, pretty sure he was the lowest. He was a minus 10 tonight and six points in 20 minutes. And um, he looked like a rookie tonight. They're, you're going to have... This is where consistent. You're going to have these up and down games, and that's just part of it. That's part of the growing experience. There's not one time to where I was like frustrated with Brunson tonight. I mean, I went, oh, bad decision, whatever. But it, like you expect that. Like it's just part of yeah. it for his rookie season. Yeah, and the second unit is not built around like a Lou Williams or a Jamal Crawford or you know somebody like that. They can just come in yeah. and get buckets. This this unit is this built off of a guy that can play the pick and roll better than pretty much anybody or the pick and pop with, with Dwight and Maxi, uh, and, you know, get it out to, to shooters and for Dorian Finney Smith to hit shots with Dorian had 12 points tonight. Uh, he had, he hit two threes and had a, you know, a nice putback and some boards. Uh, and then with Devin Harris to, uh, to make some plays as well. Uh, that's, that's what that the second unit was built to do. It wasn't built to just have one guy kind of take it over. Um, it, one guy to take over the playmaking, I guess though, is, is what this, this unit was built for. So that that's going to be tough. Uh, outside- and, that, and that's where you see Rick trying to put Luca with that second unit. Yes. You see <clears throat> Luca the stagger. On minute, yeah. On, on his minute stuff right now, it's where he goes out of the game in the first quarter, leaves the starters in, puts Brunson in with the starters, brings Luca back in with about three minutes to go in the first. And he's with the bench unit and all that stuff and trying to help out the bench unit and stuff. So, Rick's playing around with a lot of the rotations and stuff, but yeah, I mean the the bench is something that um, I mean Dirk. I thought Dirk played decently well tonight. Yeah, Dirk had six points. He had he had uh, two threes. One of them, both of them, I think from Luca. Right. What a, what a heartwarming moment! That first one where he hit <laughs> Dirk in the corner, and you just I, this is it. what we all live for. Like I don't care what happens the rest of the rest of the day or week. This is what this is what we live for, right? Stop there. it! You do care what happens the rest of the week. Okay, I do care what happens the rest of the week. You, you know what <laughs> Luca doesn't care about uh, doesn't care about anymore. What happens to the Nike adapts? <laughs> um, you know Nike runs through my uh, my my veins with my wife and myself working for Nike in our previous years, and uh, I love my shoes. I'm all team swoosh. I don't do. I thought you were gonna say a else. previous life. <laughs> previous life um <clears throat> i love nike and everything these shoes are uh, a little questionable but i'm very intrigued by them and i'm thinking about hitting up some people because I, I really want to try them on these are these but, shoes that that you use an app and that they you know conform to your foot and they yes. lace themselves up yes um 
yes, it's kind of like you use the app to tighten them or loosen them and all this stuff. So anyway, <clears throat> a lot of players across the league were wearing them tonight, debuting them. They announced they had this big Nike um, launch thing, and Jason Tatum, different players were uh, wearing them tonight. Luca walked in carrying them. He had them during warm-ups. He was taking pictures, all this stuff. Started off the game. Okay, cool. Well, those shoes didn't last very long. We've seen Luca switch shoes at halftime before. Yeah. Um, he switched <coughs> shoes, um, yes, during the first half, like in the middle of the first half. Uh, sometime in between. I need, I, I need to go back and look exactly, but it's either in the late of the first quarter or uh, I remember I tweeted out in like the middle of the second quarter, I think. And he switched to this like black and orange Kyrie. And so anyway... <clears throat> you know it's not ideal for Nike because uh, uh, this is their brand new launch, and uh, Luca obviously wasn't the biggest fan of it. Uh, if he switched out of them in like a quarter, didn't like him, or he didn't have it. He did, just couldn't get to his phone to tighten him up or something like that. That would be the weird thing. Is what if they get loose and you have to go find your phone to, you know, like tighten them up again? I didn't think about that. That's the first thing my wife said when she saw them. She's like, "What? I would just want to like press a button and not have to, you know." Rummage through my purse to find my phone to tighten my Probably shoes. I have to up. give your phone, give your phone to an assistant coach, and then he's over on the bench, and he, you're at the free throw line, and you just oh, point at him and be like, Isaac, "Hey, you, tighten." Isaac, you know you can't do that. Can't give somebody, assistant. can't give somebody your phone, man. That's 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 your that's that's, that's questionable behavior, behavior, Isaac. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have nothing to hide, I mean, Isaac. Going. Isaac, he can't get all of his Fortnite secrets. He can't get he can't get his drop location. <laughs> his V Bucks. All right. And then uh man, I think the, the biggest the biggest thing in this game is besides obviously this huge lead, the refs were a problem. Um oh, oof. besides problem besides all of that, just the, the deteriorating of the um the Mavericks. Down the stretch, the Mavs still had a chance. They still had, you know, a shot to get it. Luca kind of put him back in himself. Uh, and Harrison Barnes missed five threes in the fourth quarter, and three of them were wide open in the fourth, and uh, or in late in the fourth in the last five minutes. And that's kind of the difference. Davis Bertans hit a three, and you know DeRozan hit like two open shots on pick and rolls, and Harrison Barnes missed shots, and Weston Matthews hit missed two shots, uh, two threes in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, and that's kind of the difference. And that's the margin of that's the margin of error in these Western Conference games, man. You you get down to these, you know, knockout drag out matchups, and it doesn't matter. You miss some shots, boom, you're out. Like <laughs> you just lose, and it is it is tough, man. It feels like this is like two or three years in a row now that when we get in these like tight games at the end of games, so you're just like, oh, it's coming. Like you've like yeah, but this year has been so different because of Luca. He has just changed completely the Mavs' clutch record. Yeah, uh, going from a, a hugely sub five hundred team, you know, to like it was twelve and thirty eight last year were, was the Mavs' record in, in games that came down to, to crunch time and clutch games. And uh, they were at five hundred. They were at ten and ten. I think there's something different now. I'll look it up while we're talking. But he's just completely changed that, and you know. He is still reliant on guys that can hit shots, which literally every playmaking play, player is. But uh, yeah, guys got to hit shots. It was a tough night for Harrison and Wes. I mean, they, they real tough night for, for Harrison. Not nine for thirty uh, between him and, and and Wesley Matthews. For Harrison, he was four for eighteen, one from four, one for eight from three. 
and a rough game all all around for him. And you know, combine that with how the Golden State game ended uh, the other night. Just a rough past couple of days for uh, for Harrison, um, and rough past you know couple of games. Even though he didn't play horribly in the Golden State game, but that last uh, that last play. But um, yeah, and even Rick Carlisle after the game you know, said, talked in his press conference and said he even admitted like which you don't see very often. That there was a few plays that Harrison drove in the paint and it got a little crowded and you know where was a he was forcing it and being a little bit you know aggressive with it and um, and, and that's it. But Carla also went back and said, "Hey, Harrison and Luca are our two main guys." He said, "Those are our two main scores and we're going to continue to go through them and to them." Um, so that's that's their two roles. Well, so the Mavericks are going to rise and fall on Harrison Barnes now. <laughs> His nickname should not be Black Falcon, Isaac. Why? I love it. It should be Black Hole. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> you take that back, Nick. I do not. Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough to see him just drive into the lane with no plan. And uh, this is not like this is a you know Dennis that you know does this too. This is not like a rookie or a second year player. This is a guy that has been to the finals. What? twice three times twice and uh man this is just tough <laughs> to to watch this sometimes it is it is it's it's hard for me to talk about he drives I, right at lamarcus aldridge who is who's all of seven feet tall with huge arms and just drives straight at him no plan not you know not trying to do a reverse or around his arms layup or anything like that like not trying to to spin the ball around the off the backboard just straight at him and the Marcus keeps vertical and he doesn't get a foul call and he doesn't get bailed out. And it's just, that's it. That's the end of the play. Just drive in, drive right into a massive person. And that's it. That's offense. Um, I thought Maxi, uh, I mean, he had two threes tonight. I thought Maxi, um, once again, is proving his spot in the, in the start. Four game. steals. Uh, that's yeah. That, that was incredible. I didn't notice that until after the game. I, okay. I got to say it. Two games in which I these are two games in a row I thought DeAndre's played pretty well. DeAndre nine points, nine boards. So he, how can he play well if he didn't have a double double, Isaac? I just think he, <laughs> I, I just feel like he's hustled a little bit more these past two games. I agree. Now there were a few possessions late, and I was getting very upset because they were running high pick and roll with DeRozan, and he wasn't stepping up. No, nope. and Lord forbid, we all know Demar Derozan likes to shoot mid range shots. My gosh, and. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody in the freaking world that you come up on a, on a screen, on a pick and roll with, it's DeMar DeRozan. Um, but he didn't. But outside of that, I even tweeted out. There a you go. We like got some it, fire, Isaac. Uh, of him, like, stripping Aldridge and then diving out of bounds to save it. And <clears throat> I thought, I just think in the Golden State game and this game, I thought he's hustled a little bit more. He's been a little bit more aggressive. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I need to give him that praise. And playing with Maxi, I think I feel like helps because Maxi is going to go out and do those things, and that that kind of play yeah. on a basketball court is contagious. You know, whatever level you're on. I mean, you and I have played on very amateurish levels, and if there's somebody else that's hustling and diving for a loose ball, that kind of encourages you and inspires you. Like, oh man, he's really trying to go out and doing it, or she's really trying to go out and do it. I should, you know, get my butt in there and you know actually do stuff too and get get dive on a loose ball and get something. So, uh, I think that stuff is contagious. <clears throat> yeah, it is for sure. And I 
I couldn't help to think about and look at the situation tonight and be like, okay, what are, what are the Mavs? Not to, if we're going to come full circle here with the Dennis stuff. Obviously, Dennis is just not is not playing right now. But what if they do end up trading Dennis for a non point guard? Where does the minutes go down? <laughs> you know, this is what we've talked about. Like if yeah. they trade him for a wing, and um, let's just say they trade him like straight up for Jonathan Isaac. Let's just say that. Where would where would Jonathan Isaac play right now? Well, if Wes is in the trade. No, if he's not in the trade. That's why I'm saying. If it's just Dennis straight up oh, for straight Jonathan up. Isaac or like Dennis in a pick. Isaac comes Mikhail off Bridges, the bench. Or, you know, whatever it is. Does, uh, you know, where does the minutes come from? Is it, does it take some from Dorian? Which I, Dorian's playing great. Is Do they take some from Dwight Powell? Um, I mean, who are you going to draw plays up for out of a timeout if you take minutes away from Dwight Powell? It's tough. That's a hard one. Um, from Sam Amico, Amico Hoops, the Cavs are reportedly interested in making a run at Dennis Smith Jr. What? <laughs> yep. Okay, where is that source from? Is it just him? Yeah, and uh, the Mavs quote-unquote love both Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. Oh, no. I just made a Tristan joke the other day. <clears throat> All right, guys. So you remember when I said that there's players across the league that they could trade for and it'd be very difficult for me to sell you on? Um, Tristan Thompson might be one of those guys. I think both <laughs> of these players would be hard for me to sell you on. <clears throat> no, no, no. Oh, because no. because the, all the stuff we just talked about with Mike Conley apply to Kevin Love. Except, except for Conley's his playing. contract is five years. And Conley's playing. Kevin Love's is currently out and hurt and stuff. Yes. Um I hate no, both no. of these I, ideas. I, I, I'll have to admit, guys, I don't watch many Cavs games. And uh, even Who when LeBron's there, anymore? I didn't really want to watch Cavs games. Newsflash. But, we um, know you hate LeBron. I don't hate LeBron. Come on. I don't hate anybody, Nick. He's not my favorite player. Um, So I can't. I feel like I can't adequately speak for Tristan Thompson and how good of a season he's had and having and stuff like that. Now, if it's around Dennis, no. But if it's like, hey, we'll entertain a DeAndre Tristan type of thing, I don't know. That's just weird. I need to look at that more before I really talk about it. I'm just talking off the top of my head right now about it. I'm out. I'm out on both of these things. (laughs) That's never good for a Um, podcast. Unless we can get a Tristan Thompson, Dwight Powell just line up and just – I don't know. Just run at everyone. Ooh. Then we're gonna. He has a new baby, right? I think so. Yeah. Tristan Kardashians. No, we've been down this road already once before. Bring him to Dallas. Didn't they have a show? (laughs) Wasn't it like the two the younger ones take Dallas? Oh gosh, I don't know. Wasn't that a show? Well versed in my. I saw somebody tweet the other day that everything I've (laughs) I've learned about the Kardashians is against my will. And I could not have agreed with something more. That's actually kind of true. <laughs> right? Like, you just happen to learn things. I never cared that much. I thought it was Courtney and Chloe take Dallas. I thought that was the, the show. Oh, what a show. What a dumb show. <laughs> anyway, it seems like Cleveland that just could come out of nowhere and you're like, hey, look at Cleveland. They have Colin Sexton they just drafted. Why would they want to trade for Dennis Smith Jr.? And uh, there you go. It seems like that that you might never expect. Imagine Dennis and Colin Sexton. No. 
That and that's one of the situations. I want Dennis to go somewhere where he's gonna get the show centered around him. We believe in his talent. I want him to go to somewhere like an Orlando or something to where he's gonna be the unquestioned point guard. Let him run the show and let him develop and be that guy. Um, they still have Colin Sexton, so I don't know how that would. I mean, isn't he better than Colin Sexton though right now? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Or put him in a Colin Sexton type of role. And just stagger that. Just do the JJ thing with De- with Dennis and, and Colin Sexton, where they just never play at the same time. Yeah, what they literally just they both average twenty four minutes a game. What if it's Dennis? <laughs> what if it's Dennis for Sexton? Oh, what? That broke my, that broke my head. Um, <laughs> I guess that's like literally the same thing. Like it's just spider just. Just throw up the Spider-Man memes now. Where he's <laughs> How, pointing who, at each other. Who would be the quickest person to put up a Spider-Man meme? Probably Austin Garuya. <laughs> Shout out to Austin. <laughs> he has great takes. I appreciate his uh, his game. Yeah, thoughts. yeah. Austin's funny. Um, yeah, it'd be either him, Kirk, or me. Because I just suggested it. All right, we've gone over again, but uh, it's Dennis. Da- it's Dennis Dash time. Uh, we have we fully committed to the Dennis Dash. So hey, I want to I want to say this real quick. I quickly went to Trade Machine, and it Trade is successful. It does work in Trade Machine. No, DeAndre, please. Oh my gosh. Now listen, listen, listen to the. the is Jr. Smith analysis. and DeAndre? Do they hang listen, out? Are they friends? DeAndre and and Dennis for Tristan and Colin Sexton. Okay, for, you know how I'll, this is my favorite part of Trade Machine when it says like plus or minus wins at the bottom, and it's always super funny. <clears throat> for Dallas in that scenario, it says plus one wins. Oh, for the for, John Hollinger stats? Yes. For well, Cleveland, he took, over, he took over the Grizzlies. Look how well that's going. <laughs> for Cleveland, it says minus 17 wins. <laughs> Are you serious? I swear I've never seen that before. Minus 17? It take- says if if they swap out Tristan and Colin Sexton for DeAndre and Dennis Smith, it says it would t- be minus seventeen wins for the. Ca- That's Cavs. it. We broke the trade machine. We've we've used se- it too many times. We broke it. Will they hit seventeen wins over the next two years? Combined. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you can, okay. Well, I'm sure you could find more than seventeen somewhere in trade machine, but. Uh, that, it's just a weird type of switch there. But anyway. 17? We're taking on Dennis and DeAndre? <laughs> no. I guess Tristan's having an incredible They only have nine. <laughs> they don't have 17 winnable games left on their schedule. Oh, Lord, no. Oh, All right. I'm what, is this pod- this. what is this podcast turned into? I'm done talking on this podcast. I do not want Kevin Love or Tristan Thompson. Uh Colin Sexton would be okay, but even during draft stuff, I wasn't super into him. <laughs> you had to you had to run it with that that last report there. I uh, I blame all things Mavs. Jimmy Crowther, uh, I blame him because he tweeted he retweeted it. And uh, hey, we're fans of Jimmy. Hey, we are. he's uh, friend of the friend of the show. Are we still, he's been on. Are we still are we still taking iTunes reviews? Yes, yes, yeah. If you guys uh, want to be part of the Friday, you know, iTunes review mailbag, send a uh, five star review. With a question in it to iTunes, we we've got a bunch of them already. So yeah. this this we if we get enough, we'll make it a two parter, and there's potential that we'll drop two pods in one day on Friday because we're still doing the dentist dash. So yes, we're Dennis still keeping dash, with that. We'll, we'll do a podcast a pod every single day. We'll do a podcast every single day until Dennis is traded. 
Unless, no, I'm just kidding. There's, there's been talk. This is, this is how crazy online is. There's been talk today that people are saying that they should just try and make up and, and uh, make it work. It takes two to tango, and one to waltz. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>